Hi, this is Sam Chamberlain, and welcome to Things to Ponder, the sermon podcast from St. Mary's United Church of Christ in Silver Run, Maryland. Follow along with St. Mary's at stmarysucc.org or on Facebook and Instagram. Wishing you peace and good, my friends. So, I don't know about you all, but I worked really hard this week to just kind of be done all my work so that I could take, you know, the back half of Wednesday off and then celebrate Thursday. And then, you know what, I'm just not going to do anything on Friday. Jenny watches the parade. All right, so I'm just going to go do whatever it is I want to do. And I sit there for about an hour, and then I get antsy. All right, I'm not real good at sitting around. So I'm like, all right, and I know what this means inside of me. What it means is it is time for that yearly ritual at the beginning of the Advent season, which is clean out. Anybody else like just do like the whole, the full top to bottom clean out? I went to work. Jenny and I, we worked together to try to get the house clean from top to bottom. She did not help in the morning. She did help later. All right, let her watch the parade. But we start by just saying, hey, kids, we want you to go to your rooms. All right, it's time to get the summer clothes out, time to put the winter clothes in. So go through and tell us what doesn't fit you anymore. We get the winter clothes out. Tell us what we thought was going to fit you that clearly does not anymore. Let's grab all those, ball them up, get them out of here. All the while, I'm working with Caleb. A couple weeks ago, I'm like, Caleb, we need to clean up the leaves in the backyard. We need to put the garden to bed for the winter. Just all that kind of good stuff. Get nature put away, so to speak. All right? Even, even while we're doing that, I finally get a call from the butcher, said, your pig, your pork from last year is ready to go. All right, so we go pick that up. And while we're doing that, we're also preparing for next year. All right, Caleb and I bedding the sows down, making sure they've got plenty of straw, getting the barn boarded up so that they're nice and warm. We talked about this last week. If mom ain't happy, ain't nobody happy, so let's keep those sows warm. I mean, and in all of this, maybe this is you, maybe it's not, but in all of this cleanup and preparation, I, I, I just got to say that The Chamberlains were doing Marie Kondo before Marie Kondo. That's all that I'm saying. But it's not a new thing, this impulse to clean up. I mean, goodness, mothers have been doing this for ages. And Christianity has been doing it at least as long as moms have. This practice, that impulse to put things in order, is a very, very old thing. And it is old as our faith itself. And the reason it works for us as Christians, the reason we might feel that, is because it comes from a basic Christian principle. In fact, it's one of the most fundamental things that our faith is built on. The principle at the very heart of Christmas itself, that the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Something spiritual, something ethereal, became flesh and blood and walked among us and showed us how to walk. God, eternal light, eternal goodness, becomes human and walks among us in Christ. And if we confess that, Then we go a step further then, and what we say is that the physical things in our life, the stuff of our lives, is not meaningless. There are religions that will tell you it is meaningless. It's just, and those are fine, it's just not our religion. Our faith says that all the stuff matters. And we might even go so far as to confess that physical things take up spiritual space. I invite you to consider that. Physical things can take up spiritual space. Some of that is good and wonderful. We have things in our lives that matter a great deal to us and contribute life. Other things no longer serve us. They may not have served us in the beginning. And some of those things need to be let go. And so to practice the faith of Christ, to have a good advent, means to pay attention to the stuff. And that's where I was surprised this week in my own clean out. 
I found an item that was important to me this week in a, in, a, in a very difficult time in my life and in my ministry. I was going through a bunch of cabinets. I'm like, that's where I put that. I mean, we all do this at some point, right? Like, that's where it is. And I held it for a second. I started going through the story of it in my head. I remember when I bought it. I got it at the, uh, the serve shop down in New Windsor. Y'all remember when the serve was down there? Bought it down there. We had gone down to pack something. I don't even remember what it was. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I'm going to buy this thing. Had a little cross on the top, and I have used it for all kinds of stuff over the years. I put communion wafers in it. I would put ashes for Ash Wednesday in it. I would put water for, you know, to remember your baptism in it. All kinds of stuff in there. And I rediscovered it, again, tucked away in this cupboard, and the instant I picked it up, it felt heavy. Not just heavy, I mean, it's made of stone, so it was heavy, but there was a weight about it on the inside. It felt really heavy to me. There's chips and stains all over it. You won't believe how Ash Wednesday ashes stain things. But it was stained, and there were chips on the lid, and I knew where every stain and every chip had come from. I had walked with this item for years. And so I sat it down to bring over to the office. I said, oh, I might, I'm probably going to need that at some point. So I'm gonna, I set it down. And I was like, well, I'll take it over. And I walked by it about four or five times on the way to the trash can, just throwing out stuff that needed to get pitched out. And I kept thinking to myself, every time I walked past this thing, I was like, I can't let it go. Can't let it go. I'll use it for something. But I didn't, and it occurred to me, I didn't really want it. But I felt this attachment that I had to keep the thing. And finally, I just decided, enough. Let's see what happened. And I picked it up, and I put it in the trash can. And here's the thing. And I, I could feel, as soon as I set it in the trash can, I feel this lightness about me. It's like, you know what? I kind of feel good. Now, people around me will tell you, I like throwing things out all the time. My kids will say, don't leave it out. Daddy will throw it away if it's sitting there for more than five minutes. So I know I will do that. But I was like... Oh, it was like oxygen in my lungs. It was like I lost 10 pounds just by doing a simple action. It was wonderful. And then I cleaned for another hour or so, and then I remembered that I hadn't come over to take care of Norm yet. I needed to come over to take care of the lizard. And so I wandered back over to the office, and as soon as I stepped inside the church and then walked into my office, for whatever reason, God brought to mind this item that I had just pitched away. This reminder of so much that I had been through. And I felt so much joy about standing in my office. All my books, my desk, it's mostly clean. I, felt, I was just like, this is a wonderful, beautiful, excellent place to be. And it occurred to me all of a sudden, oh my goodness, throwing that thing away was all about letting go of things that I had held on to in my past and embracing what God has for me right here and now. It was the most wonderful thing I would felt in a long, long time. Whatever it was in that thing, I was free of it. And on the backside of letting go of that thing was a gift in return. Advent is the season that is honest about that very thing. That physically and spiritually, our lives are so full. In so many ways, our lives are too full sometimes for God's goodness and abundance. This is precisely what Jesus talks about in this gospel reading, which always strikes us as odd at the beginning of the Advent season. Like, shouldn't we be telling stories about stars and mangers and all that stuff? No, Jesus is telling a story about Noah. And Noah, kids cover yours from this, Noah's not a real happy story, if we're honest about it. And Jesus says the folks in Noah's day were all filled up with stuff. 
said they were eating and drinking. They were marrying and giving in marriage. Their just lives were just packed, jammed full of stuff. Their lives were distracted and bloated that they couldn't pay attention. And Jesus comes to them and says, y'all, if you're following after me, don't be like that. He says, let's deal with the baggage. Let's deal with the stuff. And that's the story of Advent, that when this child comes, this child is bringing stuff with him. This child is going to bring some things for us. He's bringing a new way of being in the world. He's bringing forgiveness of sins. He's bringing a sense of life and purpose for you and for the world. He's bringing justice in a world that so often struggles to know what justice is. He's bringing hope, peace, joy, and love to you in heaping helpings. And it's all free. It's all yours. You're just saying, God, you place to put it. Your cupboards are all filled up. You got some stuff in your life to sort through. And the moment I say you got some stuff to sort through, you kind of know what I'm talking about, right? All of us are like, yeah, you know what, I have, yeah, that thing is there. I do need to think about that. And like a good, like a good grandmother on Thanksgiving, God is ready to heap some stuff on your plate. But she ain't going to give it to you if you already got a full plate. My grandma always said, well, you eat that, and then you can come back, and we'll see if you're still hungry. And then we wonder why sometimes we struggle with hunger for God. Well, we ate. We were eating and drinking. Marrying and giving in marriage. We were all full of stuff and we got to the end. We're like, oh, I, I don't want the dessert, which is always the good stuff, right? We're so filled up with some stuff that we miss out on the best stuff. And so the question in Advent is, you want your stuff or you want God's stuff? And if the answer is God's stuff, and boy, that stuff is good, then it's clean out time. But this clean out doesn't have to be painful. It can be at times. It can be hard. It was a moment in my soul that was a little heavy. And there's been moments in your souls where you're like, letting go of this is not the easiest thing in the world. I get it. But that heaviness is not separate from joy. The clean out can be joyful. Advent just whispers to us, look, promise. I promise there's joy on the other side. Just do the work. There's some wonderful stuff in your life. Bed it down with plenty of straw. Give it space to breathe and grow. Do the clean out. The stuff you care about the stuff that matters to you, the relationships, the sense of identity that you have, the things that you're most passionately committed to in the world. Not all the stuff is bad stuff. Some of it is beautiful. And again, bed it down, plenty of straw. Give it space to breathe and grow. Keep those things happy. Clean out the weeds around it so that whatever it is that's growing in your life can grow full and beautiful. And then there's some stuff that's got to go. Pitch it out, friends. You don't need it. To use the words of Isaiah, there are some swords that we're holding on to, some spears that we think we got to have because we're scared to death of what the world's all about. No, we're holding on to it. And those things that we hold on to, thinking we need them so badly, friends, I'm here to tell you, they are the tools of sin, death, and hell. What in the world are we doing holding on to these things? Because these things are cutting us up. They're distorting the ways that we understand love and justice in the world and in our lives. And God wants to put them on the anvil and bang away until they are turned to plowshares and pruning hooks. And ask any farmer, a good plowshare, a good pruning hook produces abundance, not only for us, but for others. And when you wonder about taking that sword and putting it on the anvil and letting God bang away on it for a little bit, ask it. when you hesitate, ask yourself, why am I so hesitant to let go of this? You may or may not find an answer, but at least pause and say, wait a second, why don't I want to let this go? But let it go anyway, because you ain't losing a thing, because Christ is going to come behind that offering. All the stuff that we have, we can offer up as an offering, and Christ is going to come behind in it, come behind it, come behind that sacrifice with things 
that will bless your life. Advent keeps whispering them to us, hope, peace, joy, and love. And so Paul says, friends, you know what time it is. He doesn't talk to us like we're unknowing. He doesn't talk to us like we're brand new. He's like, you already know what time it is. It is time for us to wake up from sleep. The night is far gone. The day is at hand. We're not some teenagers sleeping until noon anymore. We know what's up, and it's time to get up. Good stuff is coming. It's right there. And so prepare. Get your stuff together. And as the hymn writer wrote, as we saw in our video, let every heart prepare him room, and heaven and nature sing. And so, friends, today we're going to conclude our service with a little bit of stuff. We're going to conclude it with a little bit of bread and wine. And this will be the first gift of Christmas. Christ's body, the very same one laid in the manger, is going to be laid in your hand as you come forward, as you receive online, or receive uh, one, of our, uh, one of our little packets. Be laid in our hands. A promise, a guarantee that Christ is doing the thing he promised he would do. He promised he would come into us, that he would make his home in us, and that he would change us from the inside out. This bread and wine is a seed, one might say. It is a gift that is planted deep inside of us. And so, friends, maybe our clean-out needs to be nothing more than just making some space for a little bread and a little wine in our lives today. Give that bread and wine. Give the body and blood of Christ a chance to take root. And if all you got is a minute, then give it a minute. Just hang out here at the altar for 15 seconds before we peace out, look at our watches and wonder what time hanging the greens is. For some of us, maybe it's an hour. We get, to get home and just before we put on the game and the Ravens are playing the Jaguars anyway, nobody cares, all right? Just leave the TV off for a little bit. Just say, what in the world just happened? Maybe we need a week of constant remembrance. Whatever it is, make some space so that this first gift of Christmas which is the same as the big gift of Christmas, Jesus Christ. Make some space so that promise can take root and see what happens and see what God says. Bed that down. That is good stuff in your life. Let it happen. And other stuff say, let it go because I got some better stuff to put on your plate. This is the God of abundance we serve. And he's not standing away waiting for us to figure it out. He says, I'm coming to you right now. I'm coming inside of you. And together we'll do the clean out that will change your life. Amen.